Blog Talk Radio. This means that Donald Trump will be the 45th president of the United States. Live from the Talk Radio 49 studios in North Little Rock, Arkansas, it's Money Mike Carnahan, Tropic Thunder Tolly Brim, and Sean Castleberry. It's the American Idiot Show, and it begins right now. Over there, uh, 
gives us some love there in the comments section. But uh, Representative John Lewis definitely leaves a lasting legacy to be uh, had there in Washington, D.C. Colleen? Regarding uh, Senator John Lewis, um, I think he's an amazing individual, and I do think that this is a big mark insofar as, um, you know, just the history of, of the entire civil rights movement, because obviously it's still going today. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of sad to lose one of our remaining figures of such an impactful movement that, like I said, is still going on today and is still really relevant and important to us today. Absolutely. And I know uh, Sean here, who's making his way back to his chair, uh, looks like he's got a uh, hat on of some sort. Uh, oh, look at that. He's got a bowl and two beers. We got two beers tonight. So, uh, Mr. Castleberry, with uh, both the Coors Light placement here, getting our Coors Light placement on the uh, on the show, but I know Sean's going to definitely want to get on here and talk about uh, Representative Lewis and his life and the legacy he's leaving behind. But, I mean, you look at all the caucuses this gentleman was uh, part of. And one thing I do have to say, and you know I don't give this man props much, because he is very rarely on the right side of doing things. But I didn't know this until I just read it. Apparently, the Cheeto-in-Chief did uh, – did decide to uh, lower the flag to half-staff, ordered the flags lowered to half-staff on Capitol grounds, um, showing, you know, obviously the government in mourning at the loss of such a great leader in uh, the representative there from Georgia. Sean, uh, what's some lasting memories and impressions you'll have of a man who literally gave his whole life to civil service? Let's be honest here. I mean, just the last uh, couple months of his life, uh, the last year of his life, you know, how he battled cancer, and he stayed in office. You know, he didn't give up. He fought until his last day. That's amazing. You know, this is this is a man who was 16, 17 years old when he met uh, Dr. King. You know, he's one of the one of the big six of the civil rights movement, the last of the big six to actually pass away, and you know, became a congressman. And did phenomenal work. And, the, the, you know, the, the, the two Republicans, uh, Rubio and I forget who the other one was, that actually posted the wrong picture. Did you guys oh, see I that? I saw about oh, that. No, I did. I, I like Rubio. Why Rubio? I, I saw something like that, but I didn't click the story. God damn it, Rubio. Let yeah. me guess the other was yeah. What's that? I said, let me guess, the other was Tom Cotton? No, no, it wasn't Tom Cotton. It was, it was, it was another uh, senator. Uh, I forget who it was. And now I'm, I'm forgetting uh, who it was, whose picture that they put, but they put the same picture, uh, the same mm. guy, you know, that, you know, that they're sitting there standing next to. And I, I was just – I was Elijah blown away Cummings. by that. Yeah, Elijah, Elijah Cummings. They, put, they both – both of them put a picture of Elijah up. You know, that they had met Elisha and, you know, both of them gave a tribute to, you know, uh, John. And I, I'm just shaking my head like, seriously, like you think all black people look the same. Uh, come on. That's a stereotype we don't need. Why you got why you guys got to do that shit? Hey, Dad. Man, I like Mark. 
That one hurts. That one hurts my heart because I like Marco. Uh, I, I do like Marco there in Florida. Um, but, I mean, obviously he probably didn't have much of a choice in the matter. But, right. but uh, I, I, once again, I mean, I hate to give him props, but good on the uh, Cheeto and Cheat to flag to have staff or uh, the representative. I mean, i got to give him props where it's due. Obviously he's uh, taken the steps to acknowledge what a loss we have. I got to go refill already. So, uh, did you know a lot about the senator that passed away, Tolly? I knew of him um, regarding his history with the civil rights movement and stuff, but very basic. Right. I didn't know. I didn't have just a breath of. Oh. Shut up. Anyway. Sorry, I'm, I'm always pointing out what Michael does on the camera. You know, he tends to you yeah. know, wear wife beaters and play with his nipples and show his belly button. It's, it's very distracting. Actually, um, I'm sorry. Excuse me, I, I didn't know I was my... signing on for that kind of a show. I mean, you know, it, it may <laughs> be Whatever to get ratings. Just whatever for those ratings. No, the ratings will plump if I did that. Um <laughs> Right. With that being said, though, I mean, like I said, you, you, you can't give them too much credit because I'm sure it was one of those situations, hey, you need to fucking do this, Trump. But with that being said, I mean, i got to give them a shout-out for doing something like that. I mean, that's a part of his job. I'm not going to give him a shout-out for doing his fucking job. You know, I like, mean, I'm going to I don't think, like, anyone should get – a special pat on the back for doing something that they simply should do in that chair. Right. Even if it is our special little Cheeto in chief, he doesn't ever do what he should. How many times have we we seen him do shit that you're like, motherfucker, this is how it goes. You don't. He fucking completely disrespected John McCain when he died. Right. I was just about to say that. Yes, he did. Yeah, how long did it take him to actually get the flags to half mass when John McCain died? I was expecting something like that with with uh, Senator Lewis, but no, he didn't do it. And I and because it's so close to the election, I think that if he actually showed his colors today, that too many people would have been like, "No, that's the last straw." Uh, you know, obviously Breitbart and and all of his you know white supremacist friends said, "Yeah, you can't do it this time. You just can't." But uh, we, you know, and obviously George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, they uh, they have uh, all weighed in, as well as former President Obama, who actually awarded awarded um, Representative Lewis the Medal of Freedom back in 2011, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. They've all weighed in, as right. most presidents do. Now, the question I'm wondering, obviously, John McCain got this big state funeral, everybody attended, presidents, etc. Do you believe that this is going to be a situation where we get another large state funeral with ex-presidents and things like that attending in mass like we did with McCain? Because minus Kennedy, that's the only other one I can think of that we actually uh, we actually got that with. And Dina chimes in here on Facebook. He also didn't do it because of Black Lives Matter, I bet. So he didn't want more people pissed at him. Very yeah. good point. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was getting to. 
Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone deserves to have a state funeral uh, as John McCain got, it would have been John Lewis. And he should get that uh, because he is an American hero. Um, I don't know that that's going to happen. I've, I haven't heard anyone say that that's going to happen. Uh, they, they announced that immediately when John McCain died. So mm-hmm. the fact that they haven't announced it, they haven't made any plans, they're probably not going to. And again, with COVID, how would you pull that That's off? That's what I was going to say. That was going to be my concern yeah. is how would they even be able to feasibly do it with how much more of cracking down? I don't think so either. I think while a lot of people might have the sentiment that he deserves it, like I agree, he definitely deserves it, um, if anyone. But with everything going on regarding the virus, I just don't – I don't see how they'd make it happen feasibly. Right. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, One thing I want to ask you guys while we're in the spirit talking about uh, state funerals and things like that. I'm um, in the spirit. <laughs> recently, uh, obviously, with the passing of George H.W. Bush, I was talking with one of my uh, – I want to say one of my friends, I can't remember who I was talking to, because obviously Bush passed away a few months ago, but um, I looked at him and I said, you know, I think this is probably going to be the last time that a president will get this kind of send-off. And when you think about it, the president sends him, maybe Clinton, maybe Clinton will get that kind of send-off where with all the fanfare, et cetera, et cetera, oh my God, I can't believe he passed away. But I cannot for the life of me. Bush is repairing his image. Bush, too, is repairing his image. I will agree. But I can't for the life of me, with the people and the division in this country, see that happening for Bush, too, for Obama, or especially not for Trump. I think that uh, George H.W. Bush or Bill Clinton may very well be the last presidents we see something where we get just unanimously across the board a national mourning. I would just you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that Clinton would receive that kind of reaction. There are so many people that just truly hate the Clintons mm-hmm. because they're the Clintons who, and they've done what the Clintons have done, and they're just going to hate the Clintons no matter what. We have crazy conspiracy theories completely surrounding around them. Some of some of which I might may or may not kind of um, agree with. <laughs> But I don't know that um, that Clinton would get that kind of honor, and I also don't know that that Bush would just because um, the Bush family is yeah. really renowned for being Republicans simply for the R without actually being Republicans, so they get a lot of criticism regarding that. I agree. You know what's funny to me is, uh, I, and I, you know, going through like I said last week, I'm listening to decision points. Uh, or reading the book at least. Um, and, you know, it, it, it was striking to me when he was talking about the 2000 election, how he wasn't viewed as conservative enough, and that's why he chose Dick Cheney. And now people talk, when he was, by the time he got out, people were like, holy shit, this is the most conservative motherfucker that ever lived. Quite hilarious to me. How perception right. is. Yeah. But. You know, I I think Obama has a potential. I think Bush is in the potential category. No fucking chance for Donald President Trump. Honestly, I, honestly, as shitty as this is going to sound, more than likely people will piss on Donald's grave. 
But when well, he when he people he, piss on Obama, some racist yeah. assholes will probably True. find the nearest tree to his grave just to hang a noose from it because that's how people are. Right. Yeah, that's, that's and Harrison. Harrison's I think that. President Obama will have have a nice funeral. Millions, you know, millions of people are going to want to pay tribute to one of the greatest American presidents in my lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people are going to want to pay tribute to, to to Trump too. There are people that love him, you know. Agreed. And I think it depends on who the president is when he dies, how they will, you know, actually celebrate that. I guess what I mean though in this is with H.W. And with Reagan back in 04, Tali, I'm not sure if you remember this as well, but with Reagan back in 04, it was both sides of the aisle. Oh my goodness, you know, we lost a we lost a big we lost a big deal. I think Clinton has the potential to get to both sides of the aisle. I think Bush's image is being repaired, but I think that once again, HW could be the last time we see where both sides of the aisle are coming out saying. Holy shit! You know what I'm saying? We lost a we, we lost a big one. Yeah. Here. Uh, Dina jumps in here on Facebook. Said, "Ever heard of the boys on the tracks from right here in Saline County?" Uh, we actually have. Uh, we've covered actually, that, that was on Mina. A, yes, that was Mina, yeah. Arkansas. Uh, well, the Mina connection and actually, boys on the track was uh, I want to say in Benton or Bryant. Well, I believe. Uh, if Brad's still watching, I know he can chime in on that, but we have done a no. show about the boys on the track it, right here on American Idiots. It was a town called Mina. Okay, was it in Mina? I I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Look it up, the Mina connection, especially Tolly and the yeah. Clinton Chronicles. Now, supposedly, okay. uh, two, boy, two boys saw a drug, a drug drop from an airplane uh, on some train tracks in Mina, Arkansas, and you know the the story is supposedly state troopers murdered these children and placed their bodies on the track because now, the state yeah. troopers worked for yeah because they worked for the Alexander because, Alexander Alexander is where the bodies were found. Um, okay, you know the I thought it was me. Was I believe. And once again, Brad, feel free to correct me in the comment section if you if I need to be corrected. But I believe the official uh, or the story goes something. The official story goes something to the effect of they were either drunk or high and they passed out the tracks. I believe is what the yeah. I think they were drunk. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever been like, drunk what? enough to pass out on train tracks. Well, these were little I boys. Agree. These weren't these weren't grown men. These were actual little boys. Oh, boys! Like boys, not. Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they were between eight and twelve years old, something like that. Oh, I thought they were seventeen. I thought they were in their teenage years. Uh, maybe I'm getting a story confused or something. I just, you know, back in the '90s when they talked about this, you know, I I always thought it was two little boys that that were that were on the tracks. So I didn't I didn't think they were near adulthood. But I'm, okay. I may be wrong. I, I thought they were teenagers. Uh, hold on. Yes, the report claims they have been smoking weed. They were high school age. And uh, Brad said uh, Barry okay. Steele was a confirmed drug, drug smuggler operating out of Mina. And was the story and the story was that they were dropping on Alexander. They were 17. Okay. That's so the they were, connection. They okay. were high school age. Um, with that being said, though, I mean, yeah, there's there's – 
a lot of crazy stuff going on uh, with the Clintons. Have you guys ever seen uh, what's that uh, Netflix doc or that Netflix show, uh, House of Cards? I swear to God, after watching the Clinton Chronicles, I believe that House Never of Cards is probably the most accurate fucking representation of how Washington works. People are constantly getting yeah. killed. They're constantly trying to grab I power. I personally don't watch shows where the stars are fucking pedophile. I mean, that's just me. I didn't know that at the time. Fuck you. Um, that show was out okay. Got accused. Anyway. Okay. With that being said, we'll go ahead and move on. <laughs> A new uh, ABC Washington uh, ABC News Washington poll post uh, uh, post poll dropped this past week, showing Biden with a sizable 15-point lead uh, in the polls. Now, if you remember four years ago, obviously obviously the polls were wrong. But if you're in the White House right now, are you taking this one to heart? With all the negative that's been going around recently in the past few months? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Clinton was Clinton was ahead by what twenty points? I believe something it, it, like isn't that. that weren't those the numbers? No one expected the size of you know, the Trump. Like Trump had a yeah, very the, small. Market. Yeah, I mean, I, I I remember election night. I remember watching that, and as the 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 states kept going to Trump, how I was just like, the fuck going on this can't be real a, a, a tv a, a reality tv show star is going to be the fucking president the fuck is this shit and then it happened and it was like holy shit so i don't know i mean i can't say that i trust the polls 100 uh, percent i looked at one today where it said 49 percent of white people were going to vote for trump but then the majority of everyone else in the country you know all minorities and uh, liberal whites were all going to vote for Biden, which would be a landslide victory for Biden, if that's correct. Well, but, I mean, that's how actually do you know? how do you know an interesting you thought, though. These polls are done among likely voters. But with that being said, Sean, I've noticed that there is an issue in speaking with my minority friends where they don't like to go out and vote. Whether, you know, <laughs> my, whatever. My minority happens. friends? I'm not trying to, you know, just I have a black throw them friend. out there generically like that. But you know, my f- friends that are minorities, they, uh, they, right. Uh, right. a lot of minorities don't like to vote. So, what does that poll? So, a lot of minorities get hassled when they try to vote. I, I agree. Yeah. Very properly. I'm, I'm pretty white and. I remember when I was 18 going to vote for the first – my first time voting in elections that that year. Um, it was 2012, and I was registered and stuff, and I went to vote in Greenbrier, and they gave me – they tried to hassle me about even getting into the voting booth, and my boyfriend at the time, his dad is a lawyer in Conway, still to this day and he basically threatened the people about my rights and it's like my dad's a lawyer I can have him here real quick if you do not let my girlfriend go and do her civil duty of voting and that's not the only good thing that motherfucker did (laughs) well you know here in Arkansas we have we have the uh 
the ID law, where now you actually have to show your ID to vote, which means you have to buy have your my vote, ID. which is which is unconstitutional. You are not supposed to pay to vote in this country. You should not have to show ID. It's always been verified by your address. They ask you your name and your address. Is this is it? Are you so and so? Is this where you live? Yes. And if you wish to show them your ID, by all means, they'll look at it. Oh, okay. But before this last election, uh, I had never been asked to show my ID ever, and I hate that I because a lot of people. Since 2012. To be fair, my very I've first had, election. I've had a worker. In the last election, I had a worker. I was voting early, but the worker told me you can show your ID if you so choose, but you're not required to. Has it changed in the intertwining four years? Intertwining? Yes. Yes, it has changed in the intertwining okay. four years, yes. You know what? Go I'm just show. saying I've never not had to show my ID, and that speaks volumes to this conversation. Very true. And – and the ongoing issue with systemic racism and privilege, because I can I tell you back in 2012, I had privilege. to show an ID. <laughs> I, I had to. Privilege, honestly, right here. You know, that right there just shows it. If that's the case, Tolly, absolutely. White privilege right there, and that proves it, at least and in you know, that I aspect. I don't try to throw that term around too often. I just really feel like it applies in this conversation because you guys are talking about only noticing that, you know, the last presidential election, 2016, but I'm sitting here telling you that my first time ever voting, I literally had to do that just to get in and then my boyfriend had to threaten. No, they told me I had to show my ID. I did not know at the time, and neither did my boyfriend. I didn't have to, but they still tried to give me a hard time about getting in to vote, and that was when he threatened them. And I am, yes, and I am for real. It was like a sea of white because it was Greenbrier, Arkansas. Right. And the thing is, I I never thought anything of it at the time, the whole showing my ID thing. I really didn't didn't think anything of it when it was happening because my first time voting, it made sense. To me, right. I didn't know my rights, so it just made sense. But so, like when they said that, were you like, "Yo, cracker, what the fuck"? <laughs> well, I was just like, I I always carry my ID. Yeah, I've got it right here, and yeah, they're just That's like, crazy. "Well, That's crazy to me. That I don't remember yeah. what stupid excuse she made after that, but it pissed me off. I you guys are in you, well, ag- well, again, it, it is it is unconstitutional. Uh, to pass ID voter laws, again, you should not be required to pay to vote. And we also need to fix uh, felony uh, convictions to be able to more easily regain their ability to vote. Because once you do your time, right, that should be it, and you should be able to vote again. You should be able to own a weapon again. So two parts to this. Two parts to this. First question would be, why do they lose the right necessarily to vote? And the second question, why then would you be willing to give them the right back? I I guess that's the right in me, the Republican in me, saying, hey, this is is how it's been done for a while. while." You know. Well, the reason to give it back is because – 
that should be just like a basic right in society. Why be reintegrated into society if you cannot contribute to it? So that's why yeah, they absolutely I mean, should get those rights again. Well, I mean, it is, we complain it is that they're not active members of their society, but then we don't allow them to do so. It's yeah, good point. it's a basic, it's a basic fundamental right for all Americans born in this country that they have the right to vote at the age of eighteen. Now, you commit a crime, certain crimes, and, and you become a felon. You lose that right to vote. Okay. Well, now, once you have what? What? What about losing the right to vote? Honestly, is I'm assuming these penalties are to deter crime. What about losing the right to the vote actually deters crime? Well, it doesn't deter crime. Uh, it's 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 part of Jim Crow tactics, you know. Because oh. black, yeah, black people and other minorities are systematically convicted more than whites. They they then their their right to vote is taken away. And and a lot of times they never get it back, ever. Okay. And honestly, you know, but- our entire our entire system with just the justice system and uh, the way cops operate, they operate the, the way they do first to collect um, runaway slaves, then to collect anyone right. for any minor infraction during Jim Crow era. And then for any minor infraction during the civil rights era, because if they can yep. get you in jail, then you're basically a slave again, and you have no rights. Yes. Okay. She she's okay. absolutely right about that. So another I mean, you, thing I want to the police force say, though, the police force in this country was was originally created to catch runaway slaves. Yep. That's why you know, they that's, came into existence. Yeah. And to leave that out when we have the conversation about reforming our justice system is really negligent because it it fails to address why we need to repair our justice system and have it match most of the the rest of the free world. Because we're the only nation, free world nation, uh, first world nation, that does our prison system the way they do, that we do, we are – one of the freest nations, but a quarter of our entire population is in prison. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. Now, one, you guys are, you're going to have to sell me on, Sean, and one thing that I know is the Republican in me coming out. You said that we should restore their right to bear arms if you're a felon. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because you're going to have to sell me on that one. Okay, so I'm I'm not a big uh, gun advocate, but in fundamental rights, the Second Amendment guarantees um, the right to bear arms. Okay. Now it also but says under that... under wait wait it also says under well regulated militias. Okay. Now those laws have been interpreted mis- misinterpreted over the years so that okay everybody can have a gun. All right, fine. Right. Uh, if that's what you want, then even people who have committed a felony and done their time and are through with that process should be able to reclaim the right to own a gun to protect themselves if that's what they want. There should be no reason hmm. not to, even if they killed someone. They should have the right to protect themselves if that's what they want. Hmm. Now, that, now, that strikes me as interesting, Sean, that you say that, though. Because as much as I can say I don't understand where they added the voting thing in, 
I completely understand the uh, lack of gun privileges. Uh, Why? Revoking the lack of gun privileges. Why? Why? Don't people have a right if, to protect if themselves? You're convicted, if you're convicted of a gun crime, for example, why would I give you a gun okay. back? Because it would, you should be on. rehabilitated. Why oh, Why are we releasing that convict without making sure they're fully rehabilitated to reintegrate with society? This is where we come right. back to, you know, re- reforming our justice system. Why are we releasing yeah. people who aren't aren't actually rehabilitated and reformed to, you know, come back to society? And then if we're deeming them ready to come back and be a part of our communities, to be a part of our everyday life with people who aren't committing crimes, why aren't we allowing them the full rights that all of our citizens have? They're, they're reformed, they should. they're rehabilitated, they did no, their No time. matter what the crime, no matter what the crime, if they have done their punishment, they should receive all of their civil rights back, all their constitutional so rights that, back. And literally, I can make the connection. I don't know if you're going to call me an idiot for making the connection, but a pedophile, for example, has to register and has to, I believe their internet privileges are monitored very heavily. What's the difference? Yeah. Do you support that? Okay. So what's the difference? No, because I don't support the, the, uh, pedophiles getting that, out of jail. Yeah. True. The difference true in that. that is that what one is a true predator of children. Okay. Now I'm talking about people that go to prison for felonies. It may not be, you know, uh, a sex crime. It may not be something against a child. Non, uh, you know, they're nonviolent a, drug crime felonies yeah. just for having a yeah. Schedule A drug like cocaine or exactly. something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, every law is different. Okay. You know, I can hold multiple opinions about different things, and that's the beauty of being a reasonable, you know, person. Um, right. So there are different degrees of how you would go about that. No, we should not allow pedophiles to go around schools. That's just not a thing that should happen. You I see agree. what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, I agree. That, that's okay, but again, someone has done their time in a nonviolent drug crime that was a felony. They lost their privilege to have their gun and their right to vote. Why can't they have that back? So you're saying in certain instances, so for example, if somebody was convicted of armed robbery, would you be willing to yes. give them their gun privileges back? It depends on the situation. Yes. Oh, okay. You know, people don't always just commit armed robbery just because they're thieves. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really I mean, depends about, on the criminal, the crime, and the time they yeah. did. That's why it's important to reform our system and have mental yes. health professionals that are actually in yes. there ensuring the rehabilitation of our prison Let's, let's put it inmates. this way. If, if, if a convicted felon can pass a background check Right after having done his time, and a psychological test, which everyone that owns a gun should have to take a psychological test, right? Uh, then yeah, that's I would say they should be able to have a gun. But then again, we're getting on gun reform, and there's a whole lot yeah. of different laws and regulations I would add to right. that, and I would make it extremely difficult for anyone to be able to have a gun. You know, um, definitely nothing that's considered an assault weapon ever. No one, no one deserves the right to be able to kill multiple people like the guy did in Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? 
But I agree with that. That's the subject of what we were talking about. That's another one of them occasions where I'm like, so what if they get their gun rights back? But hold on, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got to. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to call, read. Uh, Dina says, if someone wants to kill someone bad enough, they don't need a gun anyway. So what if they get their gun? Sure right enough. I, okay, so you know, here's the, here's the difference. Point, let's look at a let's look at a school situation. Okay, we we have people that walk into schools and shoot up schools and kill kids, right? In China, right. they have very strict gun laws, and a man walked uh-huh. into a, a a school in China. And he stabbed like 70 kids, right? Guess how many died? None. Not a fucking kid died because he stabbed them because he didn't have the ability to fucking shoot them and shred them apart. So some gun laws really do save lives. Okay. Okay. I can I can see that. Uh, I, I, just, hmm. I, just, I just want to limit someone's ability to kill multiple people. You know, right. I, I I want I want people to be able to have a gun in their home if they want to protect themselves. You know, a six shot revolver, a shotgun. You like to go hunting and you want a rifle? Okay, single shot rifle. If yeah, you can't kill an animal, if, hold on. If you can't kill an animal with a single shot rifle, then you don't need to hunt. You can't kill an intruder. What are you gonna have left to door eat? With a, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. But again, a six shot revolver, you know, if somebody's coming at you and you can't kill them with six shots, you're a bad shot. You don't deserve to have a gun. Brad wants you to explain Chicago, Sean. What about Chicago? Uh I mean they do have strict gun laws. And yes, they're but the you surrounding know, they hold on. Hold on. The surrounding states in the Chicago area have very lax gun laws, and all you have to do is cross the county lines and get all the guns you want and then bring them back. Okay? Sure. So Chicago is – Chicago, you can't buy and, and, and have weapons easily, but you can just go right across a line and get as many as you want. Now, if we had federal gun laws that were as strict as Chicago's, we would be able to do a lot better. Now, your border towns around Mexico would probably become extremely, you know, that, that's where all the guns would come in. And, hell, you might even get some through Canada and then your ports on the seas, just like drugs, you know. Right. They, they, will find, they will find a way. But you want to limit – you want to limit people's ability to kill in mass. That's what you want to do. Okay. Okay, I can see. And like I said, you know, I agree yeah. on the AR-15. I don't understand the point of a fucking civilian owning a goddamn AR-15. That makes no fucking sense to me. But, you know, it is what well, it is. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. It does make – but wait, it makes sense to me because it's fun. It's fun to go out and shoot an AR-15 or an AK-47. I've done it. It's fucking fun as hell. But you know what? They should create a place where you can actually go and rip one and shoot the fucking thing. And there, hey, man, this is a blast. Da, 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 da. Kind of like the armory shit. on base. Kind of like the armory yeah. on base. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let people I mean, have the experience can... if they want. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Just stop people from being able to use those weapons to kill children and people out in the streets. You know? I can get on uh, board with that. I like that. And, and then, and then you have, you know, people. Oh, well, you know, somebody will buy, you know, they'll, they'll drive a car into a crowd. Okay, that's rare. It happens, but it's very rare. They'll build a bomb and they'll kill people. Yeah, they could do that. But that's rare. More on the right side than the left side. Right. 
Just saying. But uh, with that being said, uh, while we're on this subject of elections, guys, I want to let you know uh, big news here coming out yesterday that we had. Uh, we're going to actually have a guest next week uh, at 8 o'clock, Mr. Dan Whitfield, the um, independent candidate. I believe he's running as an independent uh, candidate for really? uh, the senator uh, for the U.S. Senate, uh, challenging Tom Cotton. Nice. Here in the state of Arkansas, right. will be joining us to uh, yes. discuss the election and some of the challenges he's had. My God, Sean, I never realized how hard it is just to get your fucking name on a piece of goddamn paper. As what's going on to Dan, what's happening to Dan Whitfield right now here in the state of Arkansas, just trying to get access onto the ballot to challenge Tom Cotton. Uh, you know, he mentioned last yeah. night that Tom Cotton, even though he's running unopposed has raised $350 million. that's million dollars for his re-election campaign that he's using in other states to get other Republicans elected. Something's fucked up about that. Well, of course, that's you like know, a- uh, John McCain helped to pass the laws to allow that to happen. It's one of the things that I definitely do not forgive him for. Um, God, I forget what that law is called now. Uh Citizens United or something like that. I can't remember, but it, it, it was it was about campaign finance reform, mm-hmm. and, and now corporations are considered people, which is bullshit, and they can donate millions of dollars to candidates and people so like the Koch brothers. A super PAC. So basically, a creation right. of the super PAC. Okay. Yeah, and it's okay. and it's fucking stupid. You know, you, you shouldn't be able to do that. It should be just like in you know European countries where you actually go out and campaign, and you actually have to go out and talk to people and hold town meetings and actually try to sell yourself to people. Like this is what I'm going to do, not just fucking TV ads and a bunch of pamphlets that come in my mailbox. That that's a bunch of right wing propaganda. I mean, seriously, some of the stuff that comes in my mailbox makes me sick. I can't stand it. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, and that's the thing, though. In civics class, I don't know about you guys, but in civics class when I was in high school, nobody told us, oh, yeah, everybody can run once they hit a certain age and hit the requirements. Nobody told us, oh, but, yeah, you have to sue to get on the ballot. You have to you have to uh, spend all this money to get yeah. on the ballot. All this shit. Yeah. What the fuck are you paying for to even get on the ballot? Like, why? Yeah, it, it why shouldn't be that way. You, you should be able to just go, and it should be a, 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 a minimal fee to put your name on a ballot, and then you run. And if you win, Standard cool. Fees, if you don't, probably, then you – yeah, $35. That should be it, you know? Just a registration fee for the clerk to actually file the paperwork, you know? And if you, you know, have to do that so in every county – wrong with our country. There is. There's a lot, it, you know. It is. Um, it is. Every, every yeah. topic we've come to today, we've started talking about reform for our nation. And it just yeah. really puts into perspective agree, that we can all agree and disagree on several different topics, yeah. but we can also all three come to the consensus that we need several different types of reform across the board <laughs> with the way I'm our government pull, I'm pulling you. I'm pulling you to the dark side, Michael. Join the dark side. But, I mean, my thing is I completely – well, you already know I'm voting on the dark side this time. But with that being said, I mean, we've even agreed, Sean. Unfortunately, at this point, whether he's a better candidate for the country at this point or not, then we'll feel probably 
doesn't stand the best chance in hell. But, uh, you know, and that speaks volumes to me. Why the fuck can't Dan Whitfield get as much coverage as Tom Cotton? Why does Tom Cotton honestly act like I mentioned yesterday? I reached out to Cotton, and I had to reach out through his senatorial website because he isn't even – he doesn't even have a campaign website. That's how seriously he's taking this. He doesn't even have a formal campaign. Well, it's in the bag. He's going to win. And, you know, I mentioned this, and I thought about this. What's the chances that we don't even have a chance to write in a candidate? <laughs> Somebody said Kanye 2020. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Harrison That's again. This is the same Kanye no. who fucking, uh, oh, my God. We can go off From on that, too, while we're at it. Oh, my God. Right. Blasted Tubman yesterday. Oh, my fucking God. The man's Yeah, he said Harriet Tubman had never freed any slaves. Y'all, if y'all don't think this motherfucker is a goddamn troll who had a fucking Oval Office meeting with Donald Trump and Donald Trump said, yo, I'm in fucking trouble, get your ass out there and act like you're running for president so you can split a vote, then you're fucking ignorant. Right. And, and, and honestly, they fucking – the thing is with that, and that's mind-blowing to me, because the thing is with that <laughs> – Dean is catching on. <laughs> but the thing is hey, Har- with that, like Har- – Harrison, Harrison should have been on the show tonight, by the way. Yeah, I wish Harrison was on this show tonight because it would have been fun. But the thing is with this whole Kanye situation, man, it's hilarious to me how quickly people caught on. And they were like, yo, uh, we know what the fuck you're doing, bro. We're not I mean, stupid. No, there's nothing Everyone knows Kanye's buddy insane. with – yeah, he's, he is Trump. fucking insane. Yeah. But he's also really well known for – I was talking about Kanye. Kanye's fucking insane. Trump's fucking insane. Honestly, all of them are fucking insane. But um, I, I think everyone knows that, that Kanye's pretty Republican. He's been, you know, having um, conversations with Trump. Like, clearly he supports Trump. We've seen him in the MAGA hat and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think anyone who saw his bid for election recognizes that he's not a bid for any left leaning principles like at all exactly <laughs> exactly i mean and the, the the crazy thing is number one i don't know if you saw the video of this speech or whatever the fuck you want to call it rally whatever the fuck he wants to call it but it looked more like a concert in a small venue if you looked at it because literally here's kanye standing up standing on a uh sorry that's an alarm i had said earlier uh, he's standing on a stage, and these, and all, literally, I'm wondering if he just was like, yo, come out to this Kanye concert, and then he started spitting fucking political shit, because that's what it looked like to me, because he's just standing there in this fucking, <laughs> in this fucking bulletproof vest, for God knows whatever reason, says security on it. Like, I'm just sitting here watching this, and I'm like, this is so... <clears throat> Stereotypically 2020, it's not even funny. Like, Sean, did you see it? Did you see the video of him? Like, oh, uh, my God. I, I saw 
I saw a snippet of it, but I wasn't interested enough to watch the whole thing. Uh, Kanye West bores me. He's just, I mean, what's the last, what's the last thing Kanye did that was of any relevance? In all honesty, he got on stage. Yeah, I mean, that that was the last thing he did. But, you know, uh, my favorite thing that he did was when he was standing next to Mike Myers and he said, George Bush hates black people. Right? That was fucking great. I mean, Mike Myers' face, did you see it? He was like, you saw the meme. You saw the meme. That's done a 180. Yeah. Kanye West hates oh, wait, black I don't people. know. Have you seen the meme? <laughs> the, the, it's a picture of George Bush, for those that don't know. It's a picture of George Bush standing in the Oval Office. I think it's his official portrait for uh, presidential portrait. And he, he's standing there. All it says is Kanye West doesn't care about black people. And I'm just sitting there going, what a fucking troll. I love that fucking right. picture so much. I, it's just so fucking amazing to me. But yeah, I mean, and I'm gonna look. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting some answers to some questions from uh, Mr. Whitfield. Like I told you both, uh, I think one of the big ones that I want the answer to is as a disenfranchised Republican leaning voter, uh, how is he going to work across the aisle? Because you know, you see a lot of progressives who basically come out and say, "Fuck working across the aisle. We're going to do what the fuck we want." Hey, but these things, yeah. as an example, is one of those. I don't want somebody I mean, I'm, like I'm that. I'm sorry, but... We don't need dividers. We need people bringing people together. I'm sorry, but, but there there is no one in the Democratic Party right now that is a leader. Not Not a single candidate that can lead the Democratic Party. And I hate to say that, but it's true. There's no charismatic person to rise up. And just say, hey, look, this is what we need to do. Let's stop with the identity politics bullshit and talk about the economy. Let's talk about health care. Let's talk about education. Let's talk about limiting our role in the world through military force. The things that are important, let's repair the infrastructure. You know, how many bridges have to collapse and kill people before we actually start fixing all of them? Things like that. Everyone Everyone can come across the board and shake hands and say, yes, that's what we need. That's universal for everyone, and that's what we need to do. This whole thing is d- d- divide and conquer. No, it's not going to work. You know, Democrats got to play by the rules. Look at what happened to Al Franken. No, Al Franken had a picture. No, but Al Franken had a picture of his hand on a woman's breast. That was a joke, right? It, 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 it was a photo op. It was a joke. And people demanded that he leave office. And you know what he did? He bowed out gracefully and he left office. And he should not have fucking done that because he was a great senator. Yeah, he made a mistake in the past, but it wasn't an intentional thing. It's not like he said, let's grab women by the pussy. You know, It, it was joke. apparently it was consensual, done. too, which makes a exactly. world of difference compared to Trump's as allegations. Scary, exactly. As scary as this is, though, Reed Harrison's comment because it's a damn good point. Six years ago, we were laughing at Trump. And, and he's right. America as a whole could very well be confused, and he's capitalizing on it. I don't know about victory, but he could accomplish his mission. And his mission, at my, uh, in my opinion, is when we're sitting there on election night, uh, kicking no. back with some brewskis, he may very well cost by the election. 
Joe Biden's costing himself the election right now. It's Joe Biden's election to lose, and he hasn't even picked a running mate. He doesn't even have the fucking cojones to a running mate right now. You know, why is he delaying Do you think for right so now the time, fucking though? long? Yes, absolutely. We're months away, and he needs to he needs to start gaining momentum. He needs to start bringing people together. He's got a fifteen point lead. What more momentum? Supposedly. Supposedly. True. True. I'm True. just really convinced that too many Americans have watched just too many movies. They're too sensationalized, and we just really think we're in some kind of a movie as if real life events aren't entertaining enough. Just we Jesus want a charismatic leader, but we don't want a good one. It's very true. I mean, and Dina says I have a, a kind of doom feeling that he may win. I sure hope not. Maybe it's just because of all the hardcore Trump supporters I see in the state. I'm going to be honest with you. Trump's winning Arkansas. No matter what, Trump can count six electoral votes. No matter what. He's right. going to win Where the South. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, he'll that. win most of the South. I, most, I'm yeah. not convinced on Texas. I'm not convinced on Texas. I'm definitely not sold on Florida. I'm Texas definitely not sold leaning, on Texas has been leaning more blue every year, you know, for the past few years. So, I mean, that could possibly happen. Um, you know, Harrison says uh, America as a whole is confused. Okay. I would say I've, America as a whole has lost focus. They're not confused. People know what they want. Instead of all the infighting between everybody, right? People should focus, like I said, on those common core issues so that we can actually get things done. All the infighting and all the identity politics, that's just – that's this. It's fucking chaos, and chaos doesn't work in politics. It never will. Well, and Brad said- Brad said Trump will win in a landslide. I don't trust the polls and who they poll. Um, I mean, another very good point. Uh, As far as America being confused, I don't necessarily think America is confused. I think America knows what they want. I think America doesn't know how to accurately depict or, or speak what they want. I think people are saying, oh, you know, you have people that do say all lives matter, but... You know, at the same time, they say they do support Black Lives Matter. You know, they just don't like the word. The they just don't like the phrasing. There's people that they just, realize they just that don't like the word black. Touche. But <laughs> damn it, Sean, stop it. Um, no, I won't though. stop it. Okay, look, there is no reason for anyone to say all lives matter. When people say Black Lives Matter, they're not saying, but none of the other colors matter. Okay, that's not what they're saying. What they're saying is, hey, there's an issue. Uh, we would like to say something, please, because no one listens to us. That's I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, and, and when and people come out, they're like, no, no, all lives matter. No, that's bullshit because you don't care about the veterans that are dying homeless on the streets. You don't care about them. The children in foster care and our broken ass system. Exactly. Exactly. You don't. You don't care about. Women, the immigrants that walked all the way from Guatemala. What I mean by that, though, is I think there are people who support the movement. They just don't understand that they, still, they support the movement. They don't understand that even though we're saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, 
they don't understand that we do mean, yes, all lives do matter, but right now we've yeah. got to fucking focus on these black ones, unfortunately, because, fuck, people like Elijah fucking McClain is fucking, mm, mm, just going to be, just going to stop there. But with that being said, I mean, I, 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 I would agree that, I would agree that there is a problem with people I would agree that there is a problem with people not understanding the totality. They can agree with something, but not understand something totally. Kind of like I, before, with Simpson research, I didn't completely understand it. Now I sit here and I listen to George W. Bush's book, and I understand a little bit more about it, and I understand his thoughts and processes behind his decisions. And, you know, I sit there and I... I I think that America needs to educate itself more than it's confused. America Dude, needs to sit down. I mean, hey, look, look. Here's the problem with that, okay? You see what I got in my hand right here? Okay? I have the ability to access all the known knowledge of humankind with this little fucking box, with this box right here. And we wasted arguing with each other. You know, talking about stupid nonsense. Yeah, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all the different things. Reddit, 4chan, 8chan, all that stuff. And we just argue, and we're just divided. We build our little echo chambers so that we don't have to hear anybody else's opinion. And everybody, you know, I've got friends now uh, I grew up with in high school. We don't even talk anymore because politics has just divided us so much. And I'm not a person that agrees with censorship. I think anyone should have the ability to say whatever the fuck they want. But, but defend it, and most of my friends cannot stand that. They just want me to listen to what they say, and that's it. No debate at all. That's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. If you got a good idea, then I'm going to agree with it if it works for everybody. You know, it's not just for the elites. It's not just for one group or somebody else, you know, but that's me personally. Some people don't, don't feel that way, and that's fine, and they can say that all they want to, but you should be able to debate these things and say these things. You know, Dina agrees with you. She says you're absolutely right. Uh, she's realized that more than ever this year for sure, and I completely agree with her. You know, if you're not open, for example, mm-hmm. me, myself, I was not even going to lie. I, Uneducated, I was part of the All Lives Matter crowd before this issue happened on May uh, 31st with George Floyd in Minneapolis. And whether you say it's COVID forcing me to finally watch it or what have you, I, you know, I finally understand. But, you know, I, I think you're right, Sean, how many people, even though they've watched this now, even though they've seen it with their own two eyes, how many just still say fuck it because they don't want to listen to their own opinion? And Harrison says a rectangle in your pocket is smarter than you'll ever be, and it's true. You know, I uh, my little rectangle right here is definitely smarter I than I could, ever, I could ever fucking hope to be. But I think that, that I think that there are people that are willing to learn, like myself in this case with the BLM situation, and then there's people. You know, I had a conversation with a conservative family member of mine, and uh, we got to talking about the Black Lives Matter situation. And eventually she uh, looked at me and she said, or she told me, she says, Michael, 
I agree there's a problem in the country. But I don't know how to fix it, and I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. You know, a lot of people are divided because of uh, moral issues, okay? So, like, for years, I was a conservative. I don't agree morally and, with, the, with the Democratic but, Party, though, Sean. Okay, but Sorry. for years, I was a conservative, and the one thing that kept me there for many, many years was the pro-life issue. I used to be staunchly pro-life because of religious views that I held. And as that eroded, as I got rid of that, now, now I don't believe in, in any religion at all, you know, and, and I look to reason and logic and science. There is no reason to stop a woman from having a choice to have an abortion, none at all whatsoever. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. You know, it's as simple as that. If your God is real and he gives you free choice or she gives you free choice, then you should be able to do whatever you want. Face the consequences after you die, whatever, okay? Um, but I get it. I understand why some people live in fear. I understand why some people are just like, you know, it's, it's I'm going to vote for the lesser of two evils. And they see the Democratic Party as more evil because of their stance of pro-choice. That's, that's one issue right there that divides so many people. Abortion rights. That one issue divides so many people in this country, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. The LGBTQ thing. That really doesn't divide a lot of people, though. That really doesn't divide a lot of people, though. Maybe it's my maybe it's my area of the world where I see a lot of division in the state of like Arkansas, where a lot of people unfortunately haven't gotten on board with you know giving everybody the their their God given rights. Well, there you go, mentioning, you know, mythologies again. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. It's the uh, top of the hour. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We will uh, be right back with the second half of the American Idiot Show. We've got some new commercials, so be on the lookout for those. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back here in just a moment. Each and every Monday night, join Michael Carnahan, Tolly Brim, and Sean Castleberry for the American Idiot Show, a humorous look at the top headlines and the stories dividing our country. It's the American Idiot Show right here on Talk Radio 49. Every other Thursday night, right here on Talk Radio 49, join your hosts, Michael Carnahan and Cornbread, as they bring you the best wrap-up show in indie professional wrestling. It's the ASWF Aftermath Show, only on Talk Radio 49 and ASWF Wrestling's Facebook Live.
Tuesday night. Join Michael Carnahan and Lisa O'Brien for the Clear and Convincing Podcast live on Talk Radio 49. A look at the most important cases in the country's history, not from the court of public opinion, but from the eyes of the court, every Tuesday night live right here on Talk Radio 49. Michael Carnahan here, letting you know that it has never been easier to keep up with your favorite Talk Radio 49 podcast. If you like the American Idiot Show, go on over to Facebook, like the American Idiots podcast on Facebook, where we actually now offer a video streaming service with our podcast, so you can see us live as we record the show. Also, you can go to YouTube, search out American Idiots Podcast on YouTube, and you can subscribe to the page, and the video podcast will be uploaded there weekly. Also, Clear and Convincing on Tuesday nights. You can go ahead and like the Clear and Convincing Podcast over on YouTube. Subscribe, and the episodes are updated there weekly as well. And for our new show fans, hashtag Heels for Life. Once again, that's hashtag H-E-E-L-S number 4 L-Y-F-E Wrestling Podcast. Shows will be uploaded there weekly as well on YouTube. And if you are a fan of everything we offer here at Talk Radio 49 and you have an iPhone, go on over, search out Talk Radio 490 and you can subscribe to all of our content there on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast fixed. It's once again never been any easier to be a fan of Talk Radio 49 and keep up with all of your favorite shows. means that Donald Trump will be the 45th president of the United States. Live from the Talk Radio 49 studios in North Little Rock, Arkansas, it's Money Mike Carnahan, Tropic Thunder Tolly Brim, and Sean Castleberry. It's the American Idiot Show, and it begins right now. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I was jamming out. I actually missed the uh, the American Idiot song there on our uh, on our intro. So that, that that that's always nice. I love that song. I've actually grown to love that song over the past what we've been doing this for about six years now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's nice to bring it back. Okay, guys, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to our uh, the White House chief of staff. Yesterday said that negotiations today would uh, begin in earnest for our stimulus relief or our second stimulus relief packages. Uh, I mentioned in the uh, in the description that we kind of go over some of these uh, proposed options 
that we could be seeing as far as this. I know uh, that there is some important dates coming up. Um, as far as this goes, we will be seeing, uh, I believe that Congress will be taking another recess, uh, the Senate, excuse me. I know Nancy said that she was willing to push her to push the recess back to get this um, But I believe Mitch McConnell says something has to be done by, I want to say the 13th or 14th of August. Um, I think that... Uh, he isn't willing to put his, push his vacation back for America, and that yeah. may speak bear, uh, volumes there for Americans. Yeah. But uh, we got a couple option here, options here. The options, the first option presented, and this is uh, via Forbes magazine, is a twelve hundred dollar second stimulus check plus five hundred dollars for each dependent. So basically, that's what the exact same thing as we got back in uh, back in March, I think. It was either March or April we got the first one, correct? I have no idea what the last one exactly was because I don't have kids, so um, that's not mm-hmm. something I really that affected me. But I think that's the exact same. Yeah, which, I mean, once again, something that I would support. Uh, option two is $1,200. I don't think there's any American uh, that doesn't need it. That would turn down $1,200? Yeah, no. No, there's no capitalism. And I mean, most everyday people, right? And most everyday people in America, your average American, they could use that money just for basic necessities that they could just use that kind of money for regularly. To be fair, all three of us, you know, haven't been affected. uh, Our pocketbooks, at least, haven't been affected by this COVID situation because we've all three been able to continue to, uh, to, Work, but uh, in our cases, well, I'm an essential you know, work from home. But do what now, Sean? Yeah, I'm an essential worker, so I don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Wear that mask, Sean. Wear that mask. Speaking of which, that started today. Uh, mask up everywhere you go here in the state of Arkansas, at least. Um, hey, real quick, uh, Harold, can ask you a question. Do, do the phone calls have latency? Oh. I think maybe he wants to call in. Um, maybe uh, if he's going to go ahead and have him call in because that would be really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, let's yeah get with him, get with him real quick. Uh, text him or whatever, see if he wants to call in at least. Uh, if he can't, you know, do the camera thing. Right, absolutely, and you can call in three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one if you want to join in on the fun here in our second hour. But the, yeah. uh, the is essentially the same as the first, but it's limited to the people most in need. So basically, uh, basically, it would be people who you know SSI, SSDI, people who have limited income potential. Um, that's another situation. Wait, hold where... on. Hold on. If you're if you're getting SSI and you know, Social Security and all that, why do you need more money? You're already on a limited income. You're already getting housing. You're already getting those things. The stimulus checks are supposed to be for people that are out of work, right? True. Because people True. are not able to go to work. I mean, we got hundreds of thousands of people uh, that are actually facing uh, evictions right now because the government protections actually end tonight at midnight. There is no government protection for people that haven't paid their rent in these last since March. Or, you know, however mm-hmm. long that they haven't paid their rent. All the power so, yeah. with the landlords in the big real estate entities. 
especially here in Arkansas, it absolutely is, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, option three would be a $1,200 second stimulus check plus $1,200 for each dependent. I know Sean and his uh, basketball team there would be uh, very happy with that, $1,200 for each child. Uh, <laughs> I agree with Harrison down here. If one of you can pull up his comment. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, do think Harrison's Trump is using the stimulus to help with this. Yeah, read it. Whether or not it's a good idea, people yeah. like me, along with thousands of others with families, want the money and need the money with no question from us about yeah. how or the possible repercussions of doing so. Another way Trump is trying to win the popular vote. I totally agree because yeah. here we are always saying socialism until it's an election year and giving yeah. into a little bit of socialism and giving us the money they already stole from us. Um, right. Yeah. Could help him win the election. No, you, no, I agree with you there, Harrison. You're you're right about that. Yeah, uh, Trump. Is, this is just a ploy to to win votes. Uh, if you look at all the European mm-hmm. countries, if you look at Canada, you look at the uh, the the major uh, first world countries that are out there. They are paying their citizens not a one time stimulus check. They're getting thousands of dollars a fucking month. Well, and and that's the thing. Their rent, their rent isn't an issue. Yeah, you're right, Sean. If you notice, Trump said up until, and I don't even know if it was a full month ago, he said absolutely not. No fucking second stimulus. Absolutely not. And then about a month ago, just all of a sudden, just like that, well, yeah, definitely. We're going to we're gonna do another stimulus, and it's going to be huge. It's going to be bigger than the yeah, first but Yeah, I mean <laughs> – he gave out, he gave out his, this is what people forget. He gave out his first stimulus check right after the election when he did the tax breaks for all the fucking elites in this country. You're so, fucking right about course, that. People do forget that. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. He he'll be calling Absolutely. it a bit. He has to pound a beer for the nerves. You know what? I drink hey. on the show. I constantly have Coors Light, and if I don't, I have uh, my favorite hard liquor drink, which is Red Stag. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to drink as many as you want and come on the show and swear your words. <laughs> feel free, feel free, brother. Um, the next one would be 12, uh, or excuse me, the next one would be a 2000 a month stimulus. This is uh, something that I've heard quite a bit about. Um, myself personally being at work and continuing, I, I don't know that I would feel comfortable with that in my case. I, I would feel comfortable with the people out of work receiving a continued well, stimulus, but here's myself, a, here's the, I haven't No, here's the problem income. with that. They don't have the bureaucracy to go through and pick and choose you know, who to pay this money to. They don't know who's working and who isn't. Even though people have filed for unemployment, not Look everybody has. It, it, or yeah, it's, it's a great big giant it, – it, it's a fuck fast. So they either have to give it to everybody or they can't give it to anybody. You know, uh, $2,000 a month, yeah, that would be a huge economic boom to the economy. People will go out and spend that money. And I know this because the last stimulus check, they came and, and dude, I saw people buying TVs like mad crazy, mad crazy. All at Walmart, Target, you name it, all the different places that people were doing That's that. That's why I have this so, computer right setup I have. Right, That's why right. I have so, this computer setup. Now, can we afford 2000 a month for everybody in this country? You better fucking believe it we can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our military budget alone is more 
than how many countries? 37 countries? Okay? We have bases. We have bases in almost every country in the fucking world. We waste trillions and trillions of dollars for our fucking empire, our military industrial complex, and it needs to be done away with. Immediately. But do you know who that's going to hurt, Sean? Do you know who cuts who? will actually who? hurt, though? The people on the bottom. Who? It's not going to hurt the people sitting in the Pentagon. It's not going to hurt the people who are making the most. It's going to hurt the the E1s and the E2s and the E3s. Let's be honest. Get, get off you know the table. Hey, 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 hold on a second. Now, you're a Republican, right? Right. Okay, so... Just like the Republican GOP president, find another fucking job. Be smarter. Do what you can to make more money. That's the Republican way, right? I can't help it that I do better than most of these fucking rednecks here in Arkansas. Okay? I can't help that. But you know what? I went to college, and I have a good job, and I don't have to worry about a lot of shit. But I did that for myself. Okay? I didn't do that because I followed some philosophy or any other bullshit, you know, some GOP. I didn't read Trump's fucking book. None of that shit. But I promise you, I promise you, any of these poor-ass rednecks show up to his fucking rallies, and they get a chance to say something. Like, hey, we would like a statement. He, he's not even going to fucking talk to them. They're so fucking beneath him. He hates <laughs> poor people. He fucking hates them. Why do they support his ass? Why? It doesn't make any sense at all. He 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 can't stand people, unless well I mean he liked Epstein. Now the next one that I until seen they fought is over one, the same house. <laughs> right. The next one I've seen is one that I have seen Trump support quite a bit. Uh, return to uh, work bonus. Uh, it says uh, it was proposed by uh, Rob Portman. I know Trump has been uh, quite a bit in favor, but basically you earn regular wages. Plus of an additional four hundred and fifty dollars a week. Um, it doesn't necessarily say an end date on that. Um, I don't necessarily mind that because oh, I don't know. But that's I, socialism, and you're a Republican. No, no, I'm back and forth on this because of the fact that would that encourage people to go out and get, you know, these shitty-ass jobs that, you know, most people don't want to work. I don't want to work. Let's be honest here. But would it encourage people? Most hey, people would rather get unemployment than money. work them. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, you know, I, I've known some some government workers who have been laid off. And they're making more the unemployment and the extra six hundred dollars. Now I've heard uh-huh. other people that have said, Well, shit, I, I, I hope I get laid off because I'll make more money too. And I'll be able I've to sit on my ass and I can mm-hmm. take a break. Colleague well, how about this? <laughs> how about how about, you know, I mean the the fact that how many essential workers in hospitals, working for the government, different things like that. They're not getting shit extra, nothing at all, okay? They're working around people that have fucking COVID-19, okay? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I have been around people that, that had had COVID-19, okay? Thankfully, I don't have it, 
but I work in an atmosphere where it's fucking possible. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody at all. You know what? If I get COVID-19 and die, they'll replace me in two weeks because that's just the way our society works, you know? I'm not um, bored. But, yeah, they, they need to do the stimulus check. They need to get people uh, more money so that they can actually go out and spend money and, and help the economy. Yes, they need to do this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. The final one here, uh, and I believe Harrison's called in, uh, so we'll go ahead and bring him on here in just a second, but I want to say this real quick. The final one is a $4,000 travel tax credit, and I believe this is, yeah, yeah basically it gives you $4,000 to go to go on vacation through the end of no. 2021. That makes no, no. sense to me. No, that, that's not no, a that's stupid. That, that's fucking that, stupid. Hey, go on vacation and you go to these places. That's saying go to these places we're telling you you can't go to, like theme parks yeah. and amusement amusement parks and shit, yeah. when we're telling you avoid these places because you may get fucking COVID-19. Uh, well, excuse right. me, the caller just dropped off, so it may not have been Harrison. Um, yeah, that makes no sense to me. If I look at everything, honestly, comparing the options set forth, I'd say probably just the same one we got last time, or maybe the twelve hundred dollar per dependent. Uh, maybe the twelve hundred dollars per dependent, because number one, with the two thousand dollars a month till the end of till the end of COVID, when do you decide what? Where's the finish line on the end of COVID? Where do you say, hey, this is right. where COVID's over? You don't really have it's a finish line there. That. Yeah, I think $1,200 and then maybe $1,200 per dependent, I think would probably be the most effective and most reasonable offer. Because like I said, you can't set that bar and say, hey, this is when COVID's over. COVID is over when, is it when we have no new positive cases? Is it when we stop getting, uh, is it when... We're at zero cases, period. What is no, COVID? No. COVID's never going to be over, okay? This is a part of our life but forever. The, the $2,000 per month is through the end of COVID. So where do you set that finish okay, line so, at? Okay, so you start paying people 2000 a month, right? Mm. Cut back on all the unnecessary spending that we do, like giving billions of dollars to fucking Israel every year. So that they can commit apartheid against Palestine Bullshit like that We can find the fucking money When they need money for war When they need money for tax breaks When they need money for Israel They always find the fucking money Okay Tax the goddamn churches There's 71 billion dollars right there Why do they need to be taxed Oh hey guys we got Fuck them We got got a little bit of uh, breaking news Uh, The couple As you guys remember The couple that Uh that uh, waved the gun at the Black Lives Matter protest. They will be charged. Uh, according to St. Louis uh, Circuit Attorney Kimberly Gardner, she said it is illegal to wave weapons in a threatening manner at those participating in a nonviolent violent protest. And while we are fortunate yeah. this situation did not escalate into deadly force, this type of conduct is unacceptable. Uh, Governor Mike Parson disagrees, called the charges outrageous. Uh, Schmidt, uh, one of the uh, one of the two individuals, uh, cites the state's castle doctrine 
as their ability to do something like that, but they will face charges. Uh, if there is something like the Castle Doctrine, doctrine or the uh, uh, Make My Day law in Missouri, I can see this being very difficult to get a conviction, though. I will say that much. Right. Hey, there's another breaking story, too, we need to bring up. Um, the judge that we were going to talk about, uh, whose family was, was, was assaulted, her son was murdered, uh, her husband is in critical condition, uh, they actually say oh, yeah. uh, that they, they found the shooter, and it was an attorney who actually had argued a case in front of her, um, mm-hmm. and that he has committed suicide. Now, I'm calling yep. bullshit bullshit on this story she was doing a uh a case about uh deutsche banks that had a lot of time hey, real quick, money. Real introduce harrison is now uh live and on the line so harrison will be joining us here now he is live hey. and on the line harrison what's up man cheers brother hey what's up man we are glad to have you on uh, real quick, though, we're talking about this situation in Missouri, and obviously the judge, yes, I did see that it was an attorney. I did not know that he committed suicide, but uh, definitely real quick. <laughs> yeah, Epstein committed suicide, too. Right. While we're on the uh, subject real quick, Harrison, what do you think about the uh, the people uh, that were in Missouri that were waving the guns at the protesters? What do you think about them being formally charged? Uh, honestly, I would probably say it's, uh, it's debatable. When you said it, I kind of was in awe for a second because if I was, if I had that much money and I had that nice of a house and there were people apparently, uh, yelling things at them, uh, violent things like I'm going to kill your dog and stuff like that, I would pull out a gun and I try, I would probably wave it around too, but that's not what I would do. Uh, that's the question. Um, I'd probably... Hmm. Uh, there's, there's some, there's some, I guess, grounds for, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I see your point there, though. I mean, that does, that does kind of, uh, impede into the area of the, uh, castle or the make my day law, Sean. I, I, mm, I, I don't want to agree with these cocksuckers, but I mean, I can see, I can see where they're getting their case, I guess. For the domicile law, uh, Sean Tolley, uh, if there were threats made, mm, uh, threats I, mean, I don't made, know. Though? Is there any credible video showing that threats were made? I, I, I don't know anything about as far as threats were made. I know that they were going through a, a, a gated community, but they were on a public street, and they were walking mm-hmm. in front of these people's mm-hmm. homes. Um, as far as did they get onto the property? They were on the sidewalk. I don't think they them. got into. Yeah, I I don't think that they got onto their property per se. And yeah. you know, these people came out with guns, you know, pointing at everybody. I mean, first off, you, you don't point a gun with at them somebody standing unless you, there with it, but not pointing and she yeah. had her finger on the trigger. That's where yeah, yeah, yeah. there there's been situa- there's pieces of this scenario that I have issues yeah. with entirely. If you can if you come out with a weapon. You hold it to your side, you know, barrel down on the ground. You got to ride it, hold it down, hold it down, right? Mm-hmm. That way, finger off the trigger. That way, you're just standing there. You, you don't have to say a fucking word. You just sit there and do that. People are going to get yeah, the do, do fucking that. message. They will get you the You could tell they message. didn't know how to use their weapons. It was, it was honestly yeah, almost comical how they didn't know what the fuck they yeah. were doing with their weapons. 
Yeah, the lady kind of said that. Yeah, I mean they they looked ridiculous too. They looked like a couple of cowards to me. I mean, you can walk out on your yeah, you could just walk out on your porch and just hold your weapon down and just be like, look, you know, I'm making a stand right here. Don't don't push it. And I think people would have respected that. People would have just been like, oh shit, okay, you know, they're being quiet. They mean business. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, I, I mean. I can see I can see Harrison's point where the case can be made if there what is a domicile law or a castle law or whatever in Missouri that's like the make my day law. Yeah. For those that are unfamiliar with make my day, if you come on my property, I don't know if Arkansas has one, but if you come on my property and you fuck up, basically, guess what? I can put a bullet in you and I'll get away with it. Um, Just to put it in perspective for a second, if I could interrupt, I uh, go ahead. I saw a interview that he did with his lawyer i think it was on cnn or fox News. i'm not sure it's all the same thing to me now um he was the the points he was making were that he felt like his life was in danger and his family's life was in danger and uh, there was a lot of verbal threats i guess that's what see i, I would not I'm trying to I'm kind of backtracking on my initial statement. I don't think I would right. wave my fucking gun around at people's faces, especially yeah. if they weren't coming up to me. But I would definitely pull out a gun and be like, have it on my side at least so they could see it, just to be like, yo, you can't, you can't come up here. But yeah, I mean, and, you can you can see, have I a presence of being that. armed without pointing a weapon at somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Too many accidents happen. Proper weapon training hit a is having that presence without yeah. having your damn finger on the trigger and yes. his, his awful muscle right? control. Like he did not know what he was doing. Isn't it funny that's that the liberals fucking know that? That's something though that needs to be said. You know, I, I believe that not only should you go through a concealed if you want to conceal. Uh, you should have proper weapons training. Mm-hmm. You should have proper weapons training. You want to own a weapon, period. And you should I once agree. again have to Thank be you. certified. That's that. It I should mean, be just. I it should completely think that. Yeah, it should be just like owning a car. You should have to go to class. You should have to pass a test. You should have to have liability insurance. You should have to register everything that you do to drive a car. The same thing should be done for a weapon. So yeah, that on way, that point, people I agree. Will be, you should be retested at a certain age, around sixty. Licenses, you really need. Oh, that yeah. needs to be a thing. Oh yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't even yeah. agree with that. I didn't think about the age thing, but yeah, uh, yeah. that's a good point too. I mean, once your mental faculties may be diminished, right. yeah. you don't need. You have no business I mean, under the weapon. I mean, everybody knows mm-hmm. old people skeeve me the fuck out, you know, just like midgets. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, John. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Now, I now, now if I ever see an old midget, I'm fucked. I'm gonna fucking die right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I, I love can't that. stand you. Right? So, uh, you I can't. I in. can't stand me either. <laughs> you kind of chimed in, Harrison, on the whole stimulus thing in the comment section. But of the proposed uh, things we've heard as far as stimulus relief, what do you think is the most feasible and most economically uh, sound idea that has been proposed? I said the $1,200 and $1,200 for every dependent because I can't get on board with the $2,000 because you can't 
sent a definite COVID over date. You might have to uh, repeat it real quick because I was trying to get connected. I had an issue. I had to call back in also, so I did not catch the point. Yeah. Say them all again, Michael. So so essentially what uh, I said was I would agree with the uh, $1,200 single check plus $1,200 for every dependent. Where I don't agree with the $2,000 every month is you cannot set a firm finish line for the end of COVID, and I think that's where that becomes. Yeah. Not yeah. What, what would you say would be the most feasible uh, stimulus package that's been, uh, I guess, been bandied about? Um, for the dependent one, uh, having a child also means a lot to me. Um there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways you could put it. Uh, for the two thousand dollars a month, uh, when they're saying that they're it would be till the end of COVID, as you said, uh, and you were saying mm-hmm. you don't know where you would put that line. Uh, I would say probably obviously COVID's going to be here forever. It's going to be like you know something that we have to get you that vaccines for, and it's going to be around because it's not going to just disappear mm-hmm. unless every single person who has it dies and. Has, has been secluded at at that time too, which is some crazy thing right. to think about. But, um, they, uh, I feel like the end of COVID they would mark as when everything's back to normal and COVID's not going to go away, obviously, but once everybody can go back to their jobs and have things semi what normal, I feel like that would be the marking for that. Okay. Uh, for the codependent, the, the dependent one, I'd have to go with just cause more money and, I can't say no to more money if it's free. Like, right. and it's, no, matter, no matter what it like, honestly, the, the president could be Hitler and he's giving out money and I'm going to take it because I fucking need it. So it's kind of a horrible thing. Right. So, so what's funny is that, you know, there, there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of conservatives out there that agree with Castro right now. And I fucking love that. As you can see, Che Guevara is my hero. Uh, yeah. Oh Lord Jesus! But uh, yeah, some, uh, I completely... are there some latency issues? Sorry, I keep interrupting. I don't. I'm not sure oh, when. Uh, I feel like I cut people off because I'm hearing it a little bit. I'm gonna try to figure out something here because I'm also trying to hey, watch okay. the stream at the same time. No, it's okay. I mean, we we ran into that that situation over many many years. We've been doing this for like six years. We talk over each other all the time. Uh, dance, okay. Michael, right. dance. Do it now. <laughs> there. There we go. (laughs) Uh, You want me to do the truffle shuffle? Um, No. uh, While we're on COVID, there was another story that came out. Um, There was another story that came out that uh, Trump today tweeted out a response uh, or tweeted, put out a tweet saying now that it is patriotic to wear a face mask. Uh, I think Holly said it best earlier when she said uh, flip-flopping is just, becoming apparent at this point. Wow. But uh that was patriotic Sean, to wear a uh, fucking face mask. How many how many ways am I a patriot more than Trump? Let's see. Hmm. I okay. never married a foreigner. I sure. served in the military. I have True. an honorable discharge. I've worked for the government. Um uh, I never raped a, a woman I've never molested a child. I never grabbed a woman by the pussy without consent. Um, Very true. Let's see. I don't. 
I don't hate black people. You know, I'm like Jerry Maguire. I yeah. <laughs> we were pretty fucking awesome. The Kanye West and the Michael Myers uh, skit. Right. That, that oh, thing was hilarious. Man. Yeah, <laughs> that, it, that really was funny. Yeah. I have a look back on it once a year. Looking back on it, 15-year-old me was pissed off and was like, don't you talk about George W. Bush like that. But looking back on it now, being 30, I'm like, dude, that was fucking hilarious. It was. Like, my mind was all color. Like, he just went. And my mind was just Canadian, too, mind you. That's one of my favorite moments in American history right there. I mean, it's such a pop culture thing. When you're watching that live on television, and Mike Myers is just like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, you could see the yeah. color drain from that man's face. Yeah. It was so hilarious. I felt so bad for him. He, he, he didn't know what to do. Poor guy. Yeah. I, I think he even stammered too, didn't he? He was like, uh, uh. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you could if you could pull up that clip and play it, I would that would be awesome. I will I will effort to do that. Uh I don't want to uh tempt the uh reverb gods right now though because uh we had that issue earlier with the uh with the uh sound and the microphones wanting to give a little bit of feedback to each other. I, I don't want to blow up it's all coming through my headset, and I got to hear everybody talking from like 30 seconds ago, and you guys talking now. So not gonna be able to watch, but yeah, yeah. Um, with that being said, though, uh, the whole mask thing. Uh, let's go ahead and get into that real quick as we continue. You know, multiple states, Arkansas included. I'm not sure about what uh, Michigan is looking like on a daily basis where you are up there, Harrison. But we continue to set single-day records for new COVID cases every fucking day, it seems like. Uh, now we have uh, now we have the governor of our state here in Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, mandating as of today that you must wear a mask. And I believe he said that the fine will be between $1 and $500. Uh, anybody 10 or under is uh, not subjected to this. Um, which is crazy to me because at one point, we, oh my God, John! <laughs> at one point, we believed that they were the most susceptible to COVID. But Michigan is like two and under. Oh really? All right, that's, that's at least what the CDC so says that children under two. Yeah, they say that the children under two, or it might be three, um, it's actually not good for them to wear a mask. But then the Michigan law says that everybody has to wear one. I actually almost got into an argument with somebody at Walmart trying to walk into Walmart. I had a mask on. My son doesn't because he's only two and a half. And Mm -hmm. uh, he most Uh of the time doesn't even really want to wear them. Okay. Okay. Now, I haven't seen anything anything saying that the younger, uh, you know, two and younger. But, I I mean, I guess I can understand it, too. Plus, let's be honest, when you're two – and under, you don't want shit on your face anyway, so the kid's going to be grabbing at it anyway. That's true. But, you know, uh, our governor here in the state of Arkansas has come under uh, 
under quite a bit of fire. I don't know how your governor's doing there in Michigan, but our governor here in the state of Arkansas has come under quite a bit of fire from the right wing saying that this is tyranny to uh, require somebody to wear a face mask and uh, it violates constitutional (laughs) protections, all sorts of shit. Uh, Sean, I I never thought that Asa Hutchinson would be uh, bashed by the right, but uh, here you go. Well, uh, Asa Hutchinson's going to be bashed by the right because you have a bunch of people that are uneducated, ignorant rednecks that think it's their constitutional right to walk around without a fucking mask. So, um, I mean, that's just Arkansas for you. Yeah. I mean, and that's unfortunate. You know, Asa, I've heard people call him mini Trump before. And let's be honest, he he does side quite a bit with Trump. But uh, has your, uh, what's the, has there been quite a bit of backlash up in Michigan, uh, Harrison, as far as the, uh, Mask mandate up there? Well, uh, there are, you got people that don't want to wear them and ones that say that they have underlying conditions and they can't legally be forced to wear it. Uh, Whether or not they have proof that they have underlying conditions is, you know, that's speculative, but there's a lot of people that get away with it. And there's a lot of people like me. I just find it. I don't really, you know, if they're telling us to wear them, I might as well. I, I don't have a huge issue with wearing a face mask with me. I have severe, uh, I guess you could say, uh, social anxiety or just regular anxiety. Right. So wearing a face mm-hmm. mask is like a plus for me. I get to go out in public and nobody knows who the crap I am. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, your, governor, your governor Gretchen, by the way, fucking rocks. I love her. I think she is an amazing woman. She's trying to be. She's trying to uh, get. She's trying to climb the ladder. But I feel like, yeah, she is. She's doing a lot of stuff that is good. A lot of people hate her, but she's she's really doing the steps. She could be president one day. I feel like. Well, and that's one thing, you know. Uh, our governor obviously is on his way out, but we actually have somebody running for governor that actually is known on a nationwide uh, scale. <laughs> I don't know if you know this uh, uh, but uh, Sarah Huckabee. Uh, Sarah Huckabee is actually mm. running for governor in our state, and she's uh, – you can tell that's a power grab. You can tell she wants more. But uh, yeah. it's right. interesting in that. Uh, it, it's interesting to watch, you know, Asa obviously on his way out of the political <laughs> scale. And then you have, you when know, you, certain people. I'm sorry. When you say Sarah Huckabee, it just – it brings Braveheart back to me. I'm prettier than this man. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's certainly interesting, but what I find even more, and I hate that I'm about to use this term because Trump has coined it and calls all of his supporters deplorables, but what I find absolutely deplorable is the fact that people who have taken an oath to to, uh, fucking uphold the law will are refusing to uphold this mask law. I don't know if you two have seen this, but how many fucking cops have said, I ain't going to enforce that. If you don't want to wear no daggone mask, you don't have to in this city. It's a big change. It's hard for people to get used to. I feel like uh, right. if they did do this for every single person, the cops would be mm-hmm. even more hated. So... 
I mean, I agree, but at the same time, th- th- it's getting to the point where, honestly, I think this is at least for our state the last straw. This is if this shit don't work, we're going on like lockdown tighter than we were before. I feel like this is the last ditch effort to keep us from doing that. But I feel like you know, number one, the reaction is going to cause us to go into lockdown because people are still going to be not wearing their fucking masks. It's going to hurt their pocketbook, hopefully. But you know, it, right? There's no scientific proof that I've seen. That an adult, I've heard just about everything running the gamut. Oh, I can't breathe in the mask. Oh, so on and so forth. But I've seen so much scientific proof to the other degree where your oxygen level is not affected by wearing a mask. And I've heard people say, oh, but it doesn't protect me. But it protects your neighbor. You're protecting Sean, Polly, and myself. If you have it and you don't know it. You know, in in Michigan, if you're not wearing a mask, or if you're wearing a mask, you're protecting not only Harrison, but his two-year-old child, or two-and-a-half, excuse me, two-and-a-half-year-old child. Compassion, people. Don't be selfish. Right. True, true. One thing I'd like to say is, how many times can uh, the CDC backtrack on something they said for us to just, I mean, I, I don't believe half of the stuff that they say anymore. I did at the beginning. I thought it was just all truth, but they've backtracked on so many things, especially the one where we closed down the entire system because we were afraid of people that were asymptomatic, right? And then Uh they come out and say, Uh oh, it's very rare for an asymptomatic person. to." So the whole entire reason we shut down was – it literally makes me scratch my head every single time. I mean, the response from the CDC, I can agree. On both sides. The CDC, Trump, fucking Fauci. I, I love Fauci. I think Fauci's the fucking foremost expert on, like they say, he's the foremost expert you on infection. You have no idea. I, trend, I tend to, you know, fucking go, hey, Fauci, you know more than me. I'm going to fucking believe you. But at the same time, flip-flopping on both sides of this. Now Trump and Fauci want to kick each other's asses. This is not what we need at this point. Number one, honestly, Trump needs to stop being such a fucking micromanager in this situation and say, hey, Fauci, you're the goddamn foremost expert on this fucking thing, and if anyone is offended by me saying goddamn, I apologize. But um, you're the fucking foremost expert in this country on infectious diseases. I'm going to go ahead and defer to you, bro. Right? He probably he probably and, uh is is a, a threat to his agenda if I'm saying. Well, and that's the thing, you know, Fauci, I believe flip-flops, but Fauci flip-flops, I have a feeling because of pressure from Trump. I I think that's why Fauci flip-flops. You know, I've I've never seen Fauci stand up to Trump in these meetings, and I don't even know if he's still in these briefings where they all line up and they don't social distance and they're in the fucking briefing room of the White House. Do they still do those? I haven't seen one in a while. The daily briefings? I haven't either. And, yeah, I haven't seen one in forever. I but I never 
I think they do breathe pink, but I don't know if it's Shaylee. But, you know, I never once, excuse me, sorry, once, I think it was on the bleach thing, I think is when he was like, yo, slow your roll on that. But that's the only time I think stand up to Trump. Wasn't Fauci the one that said that uh, wearing face masks wasn't a good idea? I think originally he may have. Uh, Tali, Sean, do you guys remember Fauci saying something like that? I don't know if Fauci said that. I'm pretty sure they like though. I'm pretty sure the CDC at one point did say wearing face masks is ineffective. Or ineffective against um, COVID. I could be wrong. With so much happening since March, I really don't remember. He may or may not have done that. He has been accused of flip-flopping on a lot of things. So yeah, I'm I mean, percent he said it. Yeah, you're not going to get everything right. 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 I, I just wish that Fauci, for lack of a better term, and I know this is going to be kind of blunt and it may be taken wrong, but I wish Fauci would grow a pair. And be like, yo, Trump, I'm the guy, I'm the motherfucking man. The guy, hold on. The guy's going to get fired and lose all of his his fucking benefits. You know, when you get fired, you don't get your benefits anymore. So he has to to fucking toe the party line right now. You know? That's not a lie. Yeah. I mean, he's under the Fuhrer right now. So he has to do what he fucking says. It's not like when President Obama was there and President Obama actually fucking listened to him. You know, At Trump doesn't listen to anybody. Nice true, true. And, and I mean, and therein the lies the problem. But for us to. Honestly, I think we're going through another lockdown, and I think it's going to be harder lockdown than we were before. Whether it be as a country or what, I think it's going to – you know, three months ago, Asa Hutchinson was on a magazine, and I forget which one. And he said, we didn't shut down, and we beat COVID, and this is how we did it. You should all follow our fucking lead and look at us now. Yeah, we're, we're leading the fucking country right now in fucking COVID. We had 600 new cases just yesterday. He's a fucking idiot. You know, all, the, all these fucking. Like yeah, I mean, if you look at here, here's what's funny. Look at all the women that are prime ministers running countries in Europe who have kept COVID levels down to damn near, you know, zero. Mm-hmm. Doing, doing, doing a fucking amazing job because guess what? They're not over-emotional fucking women, and they're not going to fucking, you know, push a fucking button when they're on their period. They fucking care about people, and they fucking are trying to do the right thing, okay? They're not like an egomaniac like fucking Trump. You know, Trump's only worried about his goddamn numbers. I mean, this shit that happened just two days ago as far as now they don't have to report to the CDC. Now they have to report straight to the White House. All of a sudden, all of Texas's fucking numbers have just gone to fucking zero. Why? Because they're not goddamn reporting them anymore. So now he can claim some kind of goddamn victory over this bullshit. I mean, Someone tried to like... tell me about how the numbers dropped, and I was just like, well, yeah, they're going to drop when you stop testing. 
exactly. That's the problem with stopping testing. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, when we you don't, don't report, then, you're, then you don't have new said, numbers. We're talking about a man who literally said, I guarantee if we stop tr- testing, our numbers will, will drop. You're fucking kidding. <laughs> you're no fucking way. You're, you're lying to me. Of course his fucking numbers are going to... Mm. Right. The Cheeto is the Cheeto is undefeated in stupid statements. Cheeto and I love the fact I love the fact that you've turned on him so completely. You 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 have joined the dark side, Michael. We just need we need you to commit to communism. That's what we need. No, just no. keep no, follow me, follow me, follow me. No, sir. I'm as left as I'm getting. I'm voting for Biden for the. That makes me sick. Oh, uh, you're gonna vote for Biden? That's amazing, dude. I fucking love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Great. Nearest nursing home and vote for the first person you see, and it'll be a better choice than Biden. Yeah. Yeah. There's not. Uh-oh. There's not much of a choice. I apologize. There's somebody at my door. Where, where did Money Mike go? Uh oh. Uh oh. Money Mike's still what do we here. Do with money Mike. Oh, money it's Mike's the feds. Still Run. Here. Put your weed in the toilet. Put your cocaine away. <laughs> There's just somebody at my door, and my dog lost her damn mind. Am I coming in too quiet or too loud? Uh, just trying to feel something. Here. No, no, you're perfectly fine, bro. Oh, you're I good, dude. Tolly. Oh, yeah, I can hear him fine. So we've got about seven minutes left in the show here. I have got to ask, Sean. I cannot fucking finish this show without asking, what the fuck has Karen's gone wild? Are we selling pay-per-views now? Okay. Okay, so Karen's going wild, man. That's my new favorite thing to fucking watch on YouTube and Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff. It's these <laughs> it's these crazy white women that lose their fucking shit at Walmart and Target and places that you because they gotta wear a mask. Have you seen this shit? It's just getting worse and worse and worse. I mean you you should have pulled up some of the fucking videos because it's amazing. Like you can't fucking tell me what to do, fuck you You know I'm white or I'm white and I can do what I want. Those ones are the crazy yes. ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I fucking love it though. I mean, it just it it shows the idiocracy of America. It That's really a great does. movie, by the way. Yes, it is. Oh my god, no, it's not. <laughs> not when we're living it, Holly Graham. We are literally. That's why it's great. It, it was in new before we oh. knew. Right. And that's what, what makes it so yeah, great. It was so ahead of its time. Definitely. And apparently Dina said she figured that's what uh, Karen's gone wild, man. I, hey, I thought we were getting ready to get in the pay-per-view business. I thought uh, Sean was renting out a bus and we were getting ready to make oh, movies. Uh, I say, Turn ahead, no, I'm, wish. No, I'm, I'm completely anti-porn. I don't do that. I, I know you, you frequent the porn sections quite a bit, Michael, on Pornhub, um, <laughs> especially, especially with, uh, what do you call it, midget ladyboys? Because yeah, yeah, I know you like that a lot. Yeah, you're gross, dude. Hey, Sean, the D 
the uh, the acceptable term is not midget. It's little person. Thank you very much. Oh, so it's little lady boys. Okay. Little lady boys. You <laughs> get it right, motherfucker. God bless. Right, it. right. They have to be little. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I've seen enough videos of Karens that I just laugh my ass off anytime I see a new one. I mean, let's be honest. The I, whole I, situation, fuck, I, I fucking love them. I start laughing just hearing the name Karen anymore sometimes. Hi, Dad. Oh, right. I, I hey, see Dad, my, my people say hey. <laughs> he said hey. Uh, Harrison, oh, uh, awesome. what do you think of this Karen phenomenon? It's just a bunch of white people uh, finally cracking. They haven't had this much pressure in a while. I have a controversial question for everybody, okay? Oh, and I heard this on NPR today because I listen to NPR every single day. Uh, yes. You're a donor, aren't you? Do African Americans deserve reparations? Oh, here's one. Who's going to start off? What would be the what? Where do we set the line? What I say that them? all African Americans in this country should receive a check from our government for fifty thousand dollars. Every single they missed out them. on a lot of inheritance that they didn't yes. have the opportunity to have, yes. and that's where I I'm usually controversial because when it comes to the talk of reparations. I'm on the side that they should get some retribution for the contributions that their ancestors made to the success of our nation. Just like every other white person whose ancestors did the same, they have a legacy to show for it. Black people don't have a legacy. Every time they begin to make one for themselves, we bomb it. We we fuck it up. Right. I would say fifty thousand dollars is a fair amount. I, I would say even more. I, I, would, I would even say, get into the seventy-five to one hundred I only said fifty thousand dollars just to start the mark because I know that pisses off white people, and I love pissing off white people. I fucking <laughs> love it. That's a standard. That's a standard inheritance of wealth that if their family had the yes. opportunity to do what other families could do for two hundred fifty years. They tried, yes. but they weren't able to leave a legacy because you know why? The U.S. government fucked it up. White people rioted and bombed their shit. I, they I, they I deserve would, something for that. Honestly, honestly though, I would I would take it a step further, uh, and you'll understand what I mean here. So you're talking about you're talking about fifty thousand. You can't buy a nice house in fifty thousand. I'd say anywhere from a hundred to two hundred thousand. Well, I'm Give saying fifty thousand. Okay, I'm saying fifty thousand dollars because that's a that's a nice round number, right? And it's enough right. to it's enough to piss off white people because white people are be like, "Where's my fifty thousand? No, no, fuck you, whitey, fuck all you. You don't get shit. This is for African Americans. That's what a, they get. Now, we if we took it so far as to say. But if we took it so far as to say forty acres and a mule, you're talking three to four hundred thousand per each African American born in this country. Do I think three that's to four hundred? Yes, it is. Feasible? Yes, I, I would say it is. I would say no. 
But like I said, give them enough money. Get them a nice – I'd say hundred to $200,000 is a nice house, and I'm talking about Arkansas, so I guess it just depends on where you live. But give them what if enough they live well, on Long Island? While talking about reparations, yeah. I yeah. think Hawaiians deserve reparations for land they don't get yeah. to own. We do not get to own that was taken from us. The most we have is the Hawaii State – Constitution, Hawaii State Constitution gives us sacred land. And you know what? They, the government finds ways to get around that. You, the University of Manoa, Hawaii, finds a way to get around that every year. That's why last year everyone was petitioning Kukia'i uh, Mauna with Mauna Kea because they have 13 telescopes and they want to build another one. They already don't right. use the other 13. It, it causes um, pollution in our naturally cleansed water from the volcanic rocks. You have the right. best tap water in Hawaii because the 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 land takes care of it. But what it you see in Hawaii is they don't get to own land. And so when I think about like Native American reparations, um, reparations for African Americans, I also think of reparations for Hawaiians, and I think about it in the same way. Yes. No. No. She's absolutely right. You know, honestly, uh, though, I, I say. No, no, no. I, I honestly think that we should kick all the white people out of Hawaii. I think we should kick all the white people out of Alaska, okay, because those are two very indigenous uh, parts of this country. Iso- and isolated, right? isolated parts of this country. Oklahoma has just been, you know, it, the Supreme Court just said that Oklahoma is owned by Native Americans. So we mm-hmm. need to kick all the white people out of there. Um, We actually need to go back and look at all the treaties that were written in this country that were promised to Native Americans, indigenous people, and we need to give that land back to them. Because here's something that most people don't know. If you look at what the United States government calls a reservation, it's actually labeled as a prisoner of war camp by the United States military. Yep really is so we need to end that we need to go ahead and give everyone back what what we took from them and yeah white people are going to suffer quite a bit if we are going to do that and we need to do that we need to make things right in this country so here's the thing i'm thinking of I, i i would agree with you on the hawaii thing i think a more palatable and a more feasible response though i agree like i said i agree with that but I think a more powerful. But no, here's more, my thing. Uh, With reparations, everyone always wants to talk a dollar value. When I say I think of, of of reparations the same way for all these people, I mean they're not making more land. They're not. You know how many homes are are owned by the government because of Medicaid every year? And they just sit there abandoned. How much land is yep. government owned and they don't do shit with? When I say reparations for black people, for Native Americans, for Native Hawaiians, I don't mean give them a, just a check. I mean give them a plot of land that they can cultivate and make their own, they can build on, they can pass down. Because money, we, we already see these um, other we're having conversations about cashless society now. Money is just money. I guess that would make more land. sense than what I had to do because you would have to factor in the cost of living as well. That land goes a lot further, and it gives people a lot more. It gives them security. 
Money can't give you security yeah. when we're talking about a cashless society, right? Now. Right. And, and that's what a lot of people. We're in a shortage of actual physical funds nowadays, too. Which, how the yeah. fuck does that happen? Print some more goddamn money. No, I mean, seriously, uh, one thing that my wife and I were just talking about the other day. Uh, we're talking about the royal, the, the royal family in Great Britain. Most people don't know this, but Queen Elizabeth owns more land than any human being on the planet. She owns more land in America than any United States citizen. Now, because of what Prince, because of what Prince Andrew did, hold on, yes, yes, she owns more land in America than any American. Because of what Prince Andrew did with Epstein, he may be thrown out of the royal family. This could be the start of the downfall of the royal family. Now, the only reason why they haven't gotten rid of the royal family in Great Britain is because it's a $9 billion industry because people from all over the world go to Great Britain to go look at Buckingham Palace and all the things that all the royals own. But the soldiers you know, if, they were, if they were actually able to just cut them off and say, hey, you know what, no more, no more monarchy, they would have to actually buy all the land and everything that basically she owns. And we're talking billions of dollars in America, in Canada, all over Europe. I mean, this, this woman is beyond rich, you know. People came to America to escape that kind of thing, and we're actually creating the exact same system here in America. The Trumps, yep. you know, people like that, they own all the land. They own all that. I mean, how many of us are going to work for the rest of our lives to make someone else rich? Isn't that why people escape Europe to come to America? Right? They dangle that carrot in front of us like, oh, you might win the lottery someday. You might become rich one day. Anybody can be a millionaire here in America. It's all a bullshit lie, all of it. Wait, what? Who are you talking to, Mike? Haley's over here to the left of me. Oh, you should be talking to me. Right there. You should be focusing Uh, on me, Mike. My bad, my bad. I got to look at the pretty one. (laughs) No, uh, that's, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the uh, I think the uh, I think the uh, idea Tolly has is probably best. I think it I think it pretty much comes with the uh, comes with the uh, perception of what uh, the thought and the thinking process I had as far as making sure that they had a piece of land, a piece of property, and a uh, house. Um, but it doesn't. You don't have to, at that point, you don't have to. You don't have to focus on the cost of living, so you don't have to adjust things. All yeah. you have to do, hey, here's your piece of land, here's your house, here you go, cool. Yeah, I would agree. But then with they're going to lose. But they're going to lose their house and their land because of taxes and different things like that. You know, that's what's not fair. Uh, property taxes Medicaid, in Hawaii is so goddamn high. Property. Yeah, right. property tax in Hawaii is ridiculous. But I think is. Um, I'm so for universal health care because right now the U.S. government abuses our lack of of universal health care to take people's homes that they work yes. their entire lives for just so they can yep. get government assistance with their health. 
And it's so fucked be, up. Would, you work your whole life. You own your land. You own your house. You own your car. Well, you can yeah. only own $2,000 worth of anything. And, and that's a, that's a standard. And that's if you're married. Yeah. If you're not married, if you're yep. single, it's even less than that. So you not work your saying, whole life for this shit just to lose it. Not saying that, not saying that I disagree but one thing I will say, though, as much as I do agree with you and say that I would be a hypocrite to say that I didn't agree with universal health care because I do receive universal health care in essence, it's got to be better than mm-hmm. what we're getting at the VA because, and unfortunately, right. our government won't give us. No, no, no. Them, but it's definitely got to be better than healthcare, what we A good universal health care plan essentially would be Medicare. For people yeah. who are 65 and older, like uh, a version of Medicare that works for all ages, that that yeah. would be Medicare yeah. for all. And then from there, yeah. absolutely, the actual care senior citizens get for retirement would be exponentially yeah. better because they would have to be. Yeah. The care veterans get for the time that they do serving our country would be better because it would have to be. Raising the average yeah. standard for every American's health care so that we all have access to it makes the government-funded health care that we already have for people 65 and older and for our veterans yes. better. That's the only repercussions that we'll see. And what a lot of people can, don't know is that America created Germany's universal health care system. America created Japan's universal health care system after World War II. We did that for them. They have better health care than we do. You know what we need here in America? Boom, right there. Watch this. You see that? Shut up. That, that's what we need. I'm going to ignore you. That's what we need. I'm going to ignore you. Universal health care. Because in, in theory, in theory, communism is great. In practice, fucking human nature gets in the way. It's, anyway, with it's that never mean, been done. With that being said, I might have a different take on reparations. Um, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So let's let's start off at square one. Uh, when you're talking reparations, okay, let's talk uh, African Americans. Um, mm-hmm. Let's ask them uh, what what do they feel like would be a fair thing for reparations. Uh, so far, no one's come to an agreement. Uh, the money thing has angered a lot of huge groups of African Americans because that'll be putting a price on it. Um, different talks about land and uh, things like this uh, did not seem feasible to a lot of other groups of African Americans in general they haven't really come to a huge agreement or uh, as you would say asking the government for this type of thing there's no actual you know solid thing that they've decided okay so I feel like if we did if we were to give them any type type of reparations I don't think there would be a single dollar amount or amount of land that you could give to a whole entire race of people to keep them happy about what has happened and what still continues to happen in this country. And the only people that it would make happy would be the white people that are, okay, here's reparations. Now we can get it out of the way. Now you can't fish anymore. That's not something that we can just fix with reparations, but, that no one has actually offered reparations is a big fucking problem. That's a huge, in this that's a huge thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. We, I would agree. We, but I agree with him. 
our our government our our government gave reparations to the Japanese that were put in internment camps during World War II. And Native Americans. I'm actually part of Native too, so I knew them. Yeah, some some not all Native Americans. Um, we've broken so many treaties with Native Americans that it fucking sucks, right? Like I was saying before, Oklahoma is owned 100% by Native Americans. The Supreme Court just said that. So that's going to open a whole bunch of can, you know, worms right there. I can't wait to see what happens there. That's just amazing to me. They want to fucking dig their fucking lines, and the Native Americans don't want them to. Right. Well, and you but, know, I mean, someone, awesome someone needs to make point, the though. offer. Yeah. Someone needs Harrison to make the offer. Harrison also hit on a good point, too, though, Sean. I agree that somebody uh, needs to make the offer, but Harrison made a damn good point. He stopped short of exactly saying this, but who are we, number one, myself and you especially, Sean? Who are we mm-hmm. to sit here and, and put a price tag on the suffering, the years and years of suffering? Whether it be a house, whether it be a certain amount of land, something is better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. Right. Right. Whether something is always better than nothing with it is completely different. Or if you want to, that it's like I said, it would only be for the people of power and the the white people mainly to be like, here's your reparations. It's out of the way. Now you can stop bitching, yeah. or oh hey, I gave you reparations, remember? Okay, so now you play my viral. And you That's know, for That's a fact, honestly, if this ever happened, you know for a fact, all the people in the world would be like, stop bitching about Black Lives Matter. As soon as that happens, stop bitching about Black Lives Matter. Stop bitching about cops. I stop wouldn't. bitching about shit. I wouldn't. Not I wouldn't. us, but the people that are right. in that situation and don't understand. Some people would, yes. Yes. I remember I watching was... the Oprah Winfrey show back in the 80s when they were talking about reparations. This was like 87, 88. And I remember they were talking about giving African Americans like $30,000 each. And I remember this old white man jumped up in the audience and he's like, for $30,000, I'll send them all back to Africa. And it's like, well, first off, that's not feasible. Second, you're a racist piece of shit. And third, $30,000 each is not enough. I mean, you're talking you're need 350 years of systematic racism against one particular race. Just one. Hold up. Have you guys – that just made me think about something. Have you guys seen these uh, people who uh, are trolling the people on Facebook who are saying, let's all just send these, uh, these African-Americans back to Africa and let's send the Mexicans back to Mexico and all that shit? And these people are like hitting these dudes up and – in the comment section with their cash app and said, saying, okay, where's, go ahead and buy my plane ticket. I'll oh, wait. yeah, I saw that. That's so funny. I, mean, I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't God, seen I'm it yet. No, that's cool. But I love that. I absolutely love that. And, of course, not a single hey, person has ever paid. If anybody wants to give me reparations to move to Canada, dude, I will so give you all the information that you need so that I can get the fuck out of here. I will do it in a heartbeat. Just pay my way, and I'm gone. All right? See, I'll become a Canadian quicker than shit. I'll go to Cuba. I don't give a shit. Sorry, Switzerland or Canada for me. Right? There right? There you go. There you go. Well, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap things on up. Harrison, I appreciate you for coming on. Maybe we can, maybe we yeah, can get you on a little bit more next week. Uh 
Next week, of course, don't forget, we do have uh, the gentleman who is challenging Tom Cotton coming on right at the I top can't of wait. the show. Me I either. Can't I can't wait. to be amazing. Did you tell him the name of the show? Him. Yes, I did tell him the name of the show. And I sent him all of our social links and everything so he can watch our show. And he, he, he still agreed? He absolutely did. Holy shit. Holy no, I, I can't wait. No, honest, what, what I, most I, people I, don't know, what most people don't know that that listened to the show when Tom Cotton was running for Senate, we actually got his campaign manager to come on the show. The and night of before the Brad, Brad and, and and Michael, they were you know they were playing coy and they were you know going by the roles and I'm like, well, what about the Koch brothers giving them all that goddamn money? You know, you were making <laughs> he got pretty that night. You were making me sweat. Yeah. That yeah, that that guy regretted ever coming on the goddamn show. Yeah. Again. I was like, we're never getting another high-profile politician again. Our career's over. It's dead. damn it, Sean. But no, uh, I really look fun. forward to that. Sean, play with kitty gloves next week. So even though I have a show start? I will. Do what? I promise. When does I will, the doctor I show start? Do what now, Harrison? I'm sorry. When does the after show start? Uh, well, technically, we're in the after show right now. We're uh, about 17 minutes over. There's not going to be much of an after show tonight. I've still got to eat dinner and get ready for bed. Uh, I've got yep, a big same. Uh, you know what? Shut up, Sean. Sean, you're using – never mind. I'm not even going to correct oh, sorry. you. Because... <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sorry. Better. better. Yeah. Long form, too. you got to have the thumb out, uh, the thumb, thumb unencumbered for exploring. Seriously. I'm sorry, I'm not a homosexual. I don't know how it all works. So you're the expert. Go ahead and teach us how to do that. I'm an expert in something? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I can now change my name. I can now change my name. You just heard that. Mark it on the calendar. Yes. You roll the balls like this. As you I'm an expert, it. Mike, now. I'm an That's expert Michael right there. Guys, we're going to go ahead and hop I need to go uh, eat dinner and sleep. Don't forget, guys, uh, uh, to send in questions. Go ahead and comment questions if you have any questions for Mr. Whitfield. Uh, we will ask them. I'm going to try to give him a list of questions Ow. by Sunday uh, so, that he gets a, uh, so that he gets a pretty good idea of what he's going to get to him. him. Tropic Thunder Telegram, I appreciate you. Sean Castleberry, fuck communism. <laughs> Good night. You everybody. didn't give him a nickname again. I know. Oh. It should be Communist Castleberry or some shit. I don't know. Sorry, Communist Castleberry. You'll be yeah, good. The chode. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys.